Did you miss me? Yes, you did. It's Misha Youssef. This is Tell Them I Am. You know, I've been journaling for a long time. For me, it became a regular practice like nine years ago, 2012. I was in college and I couldn't figure out who I was, what I believed, what I stood for, how I would become the person I wanted to be. And all of this, it felt too private to process out loud. The only way I felt like I could understand these feelings was by writing them down. I'm going to read you a little bit from Saturday, May 31st, 2014, 12.46 p.m. Here's Misha seven years ago. Today I feel good. Something cool happened over the last couple of days. First, I was reading Eat, Pray, Love, and Liz talked about being a friend to yourself. Second, I was Facebook stalking my own photos, and instead of seeing my flaws, I started noticing the really good things. Like the fact that I have perfectly clear, beautifully bronze skin, or that the whites of my eyes are clear, or that my hair is shiny. But then it went a little deeper, and I realized that I'm a good person. And a lot of this I realized by looking into my own eyes. They say that if you look at anyone's eyes, you can fall in love. Maybe I should stare at myself in the mirror every morning or every time I feel down. I know, so cringy. Facebook? The whites of my eyes? Oh, sad college Misha. What is that? Here's some context. That Misha was working hard to figure out how to love herself after a serious breakup. And here are the pages that show the first seeds of my self-worth, of the beginnings of the person I am now. When we say things out loud, we mold and shape them depending on who we're saying them to. The story constantly changes. But when we write them down, we take a snapshot of that moment, a snapshot that can show us how far we've come. This is kind of new to me. I've never been in this kind of, all of this equipment around me before. How does it feel? really different and it makes me feel so special. (laughs) Do you feel like a celebrity a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so will you tell me who you are and what you're best known for? I'm Sophia Muhammad. I'm eight years old and I think I'm best known for being a third grade student. What do you, What are you famous for in third grade? Uh, writing poems. That's what I do all the time. When I was so young, like when I was in pre-K, I was really lonely. Because back then my dad was traveling, then my mom had to cook dinner, and then I was like, I need a little sister. I think I was five. I wake up and then I go to my parents' room, and then they tell me that you're going to be a big sister. Oh my god, yay, yay. I finally get a little sister. And then every day I would party. Sometimes I chant it to myself, I'm going to have a little sister. 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 I told my kindergarten teacher, she'll look like me except smaller. She'll be like me. She would have the same personality as me. She'll basically be mini me. And clearly I was wrong. May 8, 2018, the doctors were predicting that she was going to come. 
at this day. So both of my grandmothers came to visit. I just could not wait. Just could not wait. So I skip home from school, and then my grandmother is like, "Get dressed. It's time to go to the hospital." She gets a really nice dress that I my mom got for me. It was a pink dress with flowers on it, and then I did my hair. Well, I tried to do my hair because I couldn't really do it that well. I went to the hospital. It was kind of like a hotel room. There was like a full, nice bedroom. There was like a couple of seats there for guests. Next to the bed was the crib, where like the mini crib where my sister was sleeping. So they bring Sophia's sister Parisa home, and Sophia is tired after a long day of excitement. So she goes to sleep too. I was like sleeping in my room. She's dreaming about her sister and how they're going to play together the next day. Sophia and her mini me, and then she was awake for so long and she was crying so loud. So I did not know how she did that, and I got so upset at her. I'm like, Parisa, how could you do that to me? What was she doing to you? Not letting me sleep, and it was a school night. I was really close to my mom. I was always with my mom. Like if she went somewhere, I had to go with her, or else I'd throw such a big tran- tantrum. I felt like that she had a favorite. I felt like Prisa was the favorite because she was spending so much time with her, like reading to her, feeding her, and I was like, my mom has a favorite, <laughs> and I was so jealous that Prisa got all of the attention. All of the time, I just wanted to destroy my desk. I wanted to destroy, break my pencil. I wanted to break everything in the classroom. I just got really upset at her. Then my mom's like, "Okay, here's the solution. We should get a journal, and we should write in it. And it's like neon colored, and it's got flowers and hearts and stars on it. All my favorite things." So Sophia and her mom start writing to each other all the time, in Sophia's sparkly, flowery journal. Dear Mama, hope you're doing well. I love you so much. I cannot wait until we read Chronicles of Narnia. Dear Sophia, I love you more than words can express. I love that I wake up to your beautiful smile. I love how the sun makes your hair glisten. I also can't wait to read Chronicles of Narnia with you. Will Dickory go to save Polly? I wonder. I'm halfway done my book, This Little Life. This book is very interesting, but very sad. The protagonist is very sick. I'm so glad you're home this week. I miss you when you're gone. We will have lots of fun doing homework, reading, and playing. Love, mommy. Dear mama, it breaks my heart to see your sad eyes. I work every day and night to make you happy. All I ask in return is for you to be happy. I miss you. I hope you're having a wonderful day in school. You're meant to shine, Sophia. Don't let things distract and stop you. You know how I told you I was feeling super jealous. That's why, and that's what I told my mom, and that's why she wrote that response. 
The hardest thing I found to share was mommy. But writing helped Sophia share her mom. It made me like let out all of my emotions that I was feeling. And not like thinking about Parisa is the favorite. And once things are in a groove, Sophia, or as I like to call her, little Miss Emily Dickinson writes a whole short story about this experience. The case of the mysterious wares. Once upon a time, in the middle of a deep slumber, I was awakened by a loud screeching noise that went like, In my five years on this planet Earth, I had never heard a sound like that before. It seemed like someone was scratching their nails on a wall. Surely no human can make a clamoring sound like this mysterious I obviously assumed that an alien had invaded my house. But why would an alien visit windy, chilly Chicago? Especially during the this first is the story of how Priest and I spent our first night together. She scared me with her screeching cries. Conversely, I tried to save my family. I found it embarrassing that I thought my cute little sister was an alien. But my mom reassured me that my suspicion was prompted by the Galaxy Zack book I was reading. The story has become my family's favorite anecdote to share. I'm eight and Parisa is two years old now. She does not scare me anymore. Well. Actually, she does scare me when she attacks my Hogwarts Lego set and when she barges into my room during remote learning, threatening to make a catastrophic mess for my teacher and classmates to see. The end. I would have never discovered journal writing because I would always have my mom to myself and I wouldn't have to worry about, like, or think about all these things about, what if my mom's got a favorite? It helped me talk to my mother more. So it turns out that the little alien, I mean, Parisa, helped Sophia become the person she is today. Usually I am not much, much of a history person, so, but I, when it comes to journal writing and looking back at the messages you've written, that changed my mind and helped me grow as a person and how journal writing changed me, really. Why did looking back on old messages help you grow as a person? It just helped me reflect on my life before because as I forgot this like whole moment now because of COVID and all these other things going on in third grade, I kind of forgot everything. So journals help me remember stuff. Why is it important to remember that stuff? Because that's how I became a big sister. That's how I learned to be a big sister. Do you think you're gonna become a writer? Yeah, I'm. Pl- when I grow up, this is final. I'm planning on splitting my life into this. I'll become a Formula One driver and then Uh, I'll become president, and then I'll write stories and become a movie maker. That's my lifeline right there. And this is final? Yeah, this is final. I'm not changing it.
Tell Them I Am is presented by Higher Ground Audio and Spotify and produced by Dustlight Productions. I'm your host and executive producer, Misha Youssef. The executive producers at Higher Ground Audio are Dan Fearman, Mukta Mohan, and Anna Holmes. Janae Maribel is editorial assistant. From Dustlight Productions, Mary Knopf is our executive producer. Ariana Garib Lee and Jonathan Shiflett are our producers. Arwen Nix is our editor. Valeria Alarcone is our apprentice. This episode was written by me and Arwen Nix. It was sound designed by me. Valentina Rivera is our engineer. David Leinard is our composer and made our gorgeous original music. Emin Ahmed is our illustrator and the creator of our episodic art. Elizabeth Goodspeed made our amazing series tile art. Special thanks to Anna Williams for additional production help. And Rachel Garcia, our development and operations coordinator. From Spotify, executive producers are Daniel Eck, Don Ostroff, and Courtney Holt. This podcast was originally a production of LAS Studios. 